want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to the podcast. It is February 23rd. It is 2024. I appreciate uh, you guys showing up wherever you found me. Every streaming service, we're there. HighPodOmDad.com, the whole nine yards. Thank you. Uh, it does mean a lot when you guys check it out. It has been a, a great week, man. Interesting week. You know, sometimes... We have those weeks where there's epiphanies, there's ideas, there's things like that. And it usually kind of manifests itself, at least for me, uh, in the blog and some of the things that I wrote about. And this week was no exception. As you guys know, the whole goal of this podcast, of the blog, you may hear Lucas in the background too. I got my, my co-pilot here. He's off from school. So, uh, so he's here and <laughs> you might hear him. Um, the whole goal of what I do has always been autism appreciation, you know, autism uh, awareness is one thing. Autism acceptance is another. But for me, it's all been about autism appreciation. The idea that having a boy who's nonverbal with autism can be a great thing and not despite his autism. Now, keep in mind, I'm really big on trying to be realistic because I don't want to give you guys nonsense. I don't want to pretend like his life is going to be better because he's nonverbal in that sense, like in terms of communication. And the reason why is because the world is full of people like me who just talk and talk and talk and sit in front of a microphone and just go. Um, there's people who rely so heavily on verbal language. And that's kind of what I wrote about on Wednesday. It was the entire basis of it. It was called The Unexpected Upsides of Nonverbal Autism. And the idea that I was trying to present there was that in no way am I saying that my son having to gesture towards what he wants or not being able to go into deeper, meaningful uh, conversation, if that makes any sense. Like Lucas and I, we don't have you know conversations. We don't converse, I should say, not just like verbal conversations, but whether it's through the, the iPad or, or motions and things like that about deep things like, hey man, what do you think the, the meaning of life is? Like we don't do that. Our conversations are about what he wants or if he's happy. And it's kind of like this shared understanding. You know, if you have a friend that comes into the room and he's like laughing and you nudge him and you guys kind of both get that something's funny, that's what Lucas and I are like all the time. I get him, he gets me. And it's funny, sometimes it's just an expression, it's a look, it's a, it's a movement, it's something that I know he likes and that's kind of where we connect. So we don't have it like that where we talk about things on a deeper level. And in some ways that's kind of, it's kind of sad. I admit that, there's parts of it that I wish, I wish I could be like, you all right, buddy? What's up? What are, you, what are you doing today? But we don't really have that. We have the kind of thing where I'm like, hey, man, you want to go get some you get some, some food? Some food. I do the food motion. He gets excited. I get excited. I go get some food. That's the kind of communication that we have. 
And I wrote about this a while ago. I called it embracing the conversations that I'll never have with my nonverbal son because there's positives and negatives to that as well. Like I'll never get to talk to him. Don't say never. There's never say never. But like I, I don't anticipate ever getting to talk to him about like, you know, a, a woman that he loves or something like that. But I also never have to talk to him about like death or you know some of these sadder situations. So there's a there's a balancing act to it. And the relationship that he and I have is is great. It's grand. It's this wonderful thing that I don't have with anybody else in the world. Just me and Lucas. Nobody else. And I love it. And when I talk about how he and I kind of go back and forth and the things that I understand about him, they're all based on somewhat limited communication. There's things that we don't talk about, things that he doesn't understand. Um, And I've discussed this too during these podcasts because I think sometimes when people don't know him and they haven't met him, they think of him being nonverbal and they just imagine, you know, a person who just doesn't have vocal cords, but everything else is operates in the same way. And Lucas isn't like that. It's almost, I've always, I don't like sometimes that we tend to grasp onto cliches when it comes to autism parenting, um, the superpowers, things like that. But there is one that I do like that always sticks with me is that, you know, autism is, is just a different operating system. It's like the world is on windows and my son is on, you know, I don't know what Apple uses, but, you know, a candy box or whatever. They're naming after desserts. It's just a different way of thinking, a different approach to the world. And Lucas has a different approach to the world. Everything could be burning down around us, and he will tap me on the shoulder for pirate booty. He doesn't really, he doesn't get those things. Those things don't matter to him. And one of those things, and this is what I wrote about on Wednesday, were the social graces that so many of us are obsessed with. We'll have company over, and Lucas, tired of company, will go up to his room, tuck himself in, and go to bed. And the first time he did it, he was little. I'll never forget it. It was at a time when he was still like jumping around and he was, you know, he was at that point where we were trying to like figure things out. Is this going to be difficult? Is he going to have behavioral issues? Because as they get older, as when you have a child who's diagnosed in the early days, you don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes they'll go through spurts where they're aggressive. They'll go through spurts where they're destructive. And all you could think is, oh my God, this kid is going to grow up into a man and he's going to tear the house down. Eventually... In most cases, that that won't happen. You know, you, you focus on it, you get the maturity, things start to even out. But because of that, back in those days, there were things you just thought he didn't get. You know, oh, he doesn't understand. You you would think to yourself, I have to do all these things for him, right? Like, so if he has to get dressed, I have to help him get dressed. I have to help him wash his hands and things like that. So, so many things in his life, you think, well, he just doesn't know how to do it. But then all of a sudden, we'd be with people and Lucas would be gone. He'd be like, where's Lucas? And he'd go into his room and he had tucked himself in, head on the pillow, and he's asleep in his bed. And I used to always be like, oh my God. To this day, I still haven't gotten over it when he does that. I think it's the cutest thing. He'll tuck himself in anywhere. Like we'll be in the the den in my house and he'll just go downstairs and, and on the couch, put a blanket on himself, set up his little pillow. He always flaps up a pillow. It's really, really adorable. But that's one of those things that because of his autism, and because he doesn't have the words to just be like, can you leave, please? Because I'm done hanging out with you. Um, he just does it. And it's so symbolic. And I wrote about it on Wednesday. And people might be like, did you mean that? Like somebody I mean it in every sense of the word. Lucas, when somebody has overstayed their welcome, Lucas will just go to bed. And there's a part of me that wishes I could do that. When I'm tired or something, I'm going to go to bed. In other words, I wish that I could just have the, the faith in myself sometimes to just be like, I'm out. I'm done with this. Uh, whether it's a situation, whether it's an argument, a discussion, and just kind of nope out of it. 
But because we have all these words, because we have so many things to explain, because we're trying to get our point across, we hold on and we hold on and we hold on and we talk and we talk and we talk. But if you don't have the words to talk and talk and talk, you just go to bed. And holy cow, that's refreshing, man. And that's what he does. Lucas does things like that. Lucas doesn't, he doesn't play head games. If he asks you for pirate booty, if he wants pirate booty, he'll ask you for pirate booty. I'll never give him a snack where he half eats it because he's like, well, I knew that he didn't really want to give it to me. We don't do that, man. Lucas just asks for it. Lucas will ask for the last cookie. He'll take the pizza off your plate if you give it to him. There's no thought in his head of like, oh, I, I better not take my dad's pizza because then, I don't know, he'll be upset. He doesn't have a lot of pizza left. And then he's going to, I don't know, he'll resent me. And plus, I want to ask him for something tomorrow. So if I ask for that pizza, he's going to be like, no. So I'll be like, you know what I'll do? I'll be like, no, dad, you know, um, I don't need pizza. Like maybe tomorrow we can go get Taco Bell. Would that be all right? No, Lucas is just like, I'm like, you want pizza? And he's like, yeah, just like a little hand gesture for yes. And he gets it. And that's, that's the end of the conversation. And for me, that's, that's refreshing. It's beautiful. That's a wonderful thing about him. Uh, that's what I wrote about on Wednesday. And it meant a lot to me. And I'm glad I did. I want to tell you guys a quick story before we end this thing up. And it kind of ties into what I just said. Because this cracks me up about my boy. It's a big deal. I might write about it. I don't know if I can even. It's such a weird thing. Because sometimes I have stories about Lucas that to me are a big deal. But then I realize they're kind of bizarre in the sense of like explaining them. So let me explain it to you here on the podcast. Because as I said, I use my words way too much. So hopefully... You understand it. Lucas loves his devices, right? He's got an iPad and he's got two um, Amazon Fires or Kindle, whatever they are, the, the Amazon version of devices. They're, they're all old. He loves the Amazon ones, right? I don't know if it's because over at his mom's house, he doesn't have any, he just has iPads. But whenever he's over here, he wants those. Those are his first ones. The problem is he doesn't fully know how to navigate them because it's a different setup. You know, the iPad, you just hit the button, you can change things around with this, just different swiping, different things to do. So Lucas goes to YouTube Kids and inevitably ends up kind of on a page he doesn't want to be on. He ends up on the main page and the recommending videos he doesn't want, the certain ones that he loves. I discovered a while ago that what Lucas wants, because he'll come over to me with it constantly with this thing, he wants me to type in Flying Fairy School because he loves Abby's Flying Fairy School. So that's all he ever wants. He wants me to type it in. And it gets really annoying because it's like he'll do it. He'll lose the page within like 15 seconds and come back. I'm like, look, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me. So I put it in. But what I started doing was every time I would do it, I would show him. I would go, hey, look, look. I press the magnifying glass. I would show him with, the, with my finger. I would type in. And I wouldn't even have to type Flying Fairy School because it would be saved as the top results. So I go, look, press this. And look, you press that. And you're there. And I would show him. And he never did it. He would just keep bringing it to me. Here you go. Here you go. I'm like, oh my God, this kid's killing me. So he came back, you know, this week we had reunion Wednesday and he came right, right back to the house and he got his, his Amazon device and he brings it over to me and he wants me to do it. I'm like, Lucas, no, I'm like, can you do it please? Cause I think I was doing something else. I'm like, you just do it. I'm like, you have to learn. And as I'm like, kind of kvetching about this, I'm like, you have to learn. You always bring it to me. Like one day we're going to figure it out. He looks at me with this expression of like, like an annoyed expression, which is rare to get like that from him. And he presses the magnifying glass and he presses flying fairy school and he walked away as if to say, fine, I'll just do it. And I was like, you little scotch, you know how to do it. He's going to do it the whole time. He was just bringing it to me because it's just easier to have me do it. But the first time I was like, no, dude, I'm not going to, he's like, oh my God, here, fine, I'll do it. Blown away. So that's, that's who my boy is. I've told stories about him where he'll do 
what's expected of him. So there's people who don't think that he can like, you know, put his shoes on or walk up the stairs and they'll literally carry him up the stairs or place his shoes on his feet and he'll let him do it. I'll be like, yeah, go for it. Do your thing. And this is one of those cases. So I don't know. It, it made me smile. Uh, it also reminded me that there's a lot more to my boy than even I realize. And I feel like I know him better than anyone else in the world. I'm proud of him. I love him. That's autism appreciation. That's the point of what I do here. And that's, that's it, man. That's why I do this. And I thank you for allowing me to do it. I thank you for allowing me to talk to you. I thank you for allowing me to share stories from my family with you. It means the world to me. Thanks. That does it for me. Do me a favor. Check me out. Monday, Wednesday, highblogomdad.com. New blogs every week. New podcast next Friday. New stuff on the way. I'm so excited about everything coming down the pike uh, across all of our platforms. Until next time, guys. James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pop. I'm done.